The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network over at noodle.mx and is sponsored by me and my company, D. Joseph Design, over at djosephdesign.com. That's where you can check out my portfolio so you can see the kind of stuff I design, like cover art for your podcast or a website for your podcast. I can give your site the whole works that it needs for you to get podcasting and not have to worry about that technical stuff like hosting and WordPress and installations and updating and all of that stuff. You can focus on creating your content and I can make it look good for you. As I say, you have a message that deserves to look great. So make your next message look or sound great by hiring me to design it for you. Check out my portfolio over at djosephdesign.com and you can contact me through all the normal means that I share within the episode because it all goes straight to me so you can know that when you contact me through that, you're talking to me and I can work personally for you to make your stuff look great just like I've done for several others and I'm working with several others to do right now. Check it out, djosephdesign.com. Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, episode 16, how to pre-record and post episodes with Audacity and WordPress. Welcome back. I am happy that you're back with me. Several people are listening live right now, and I'm happy to be back in the podcasting chair again and behind this not golden microphone, but it's still a beautiful microphone that I love to talk into. I'm your host, Daniel Lewis, also known as The Ramen Noodle. Check out my other comedy podcast. Well, I only have one, but check out my other podcast. It's called The Ramen Noodle. It's also over at noodle.mx, and we've rescheduled things so that now The Ramen Noodle is recorded on Monday nights at 7 Eastern Time, and the Audacity to Podcast is recorded Monday nights at 8.30 Eastern Time. That way I can get both of my episodes recorded in the same night and then publish them shortly after that. And I think it'll work a little bit better, and that way people can come a little bit earlier and have some fun and laugh, get a little break, then come back and then fall asleep as I give all the technical details. But no, hopefully you're not falling asleep because this is something I hope that excites you as much as it does me podcasting. This is the podcast where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. That's the pod, the P-O-D of podcasting. I talk about that a whole lot. I hope you've enjoyed some of the pre-recorded episodes that we've had, the two-part interview that I had with Fred Castaneda the discussion about noise removal and the discussion about podcasting without passion, organization, or dialogue. Yeek. Hopefully you're not doing that. But I do want to share how I did some of this stuff, how I pre-recorded and auto-posted these things because I was on my honeymoon when those episodes were posting. Did you know that? I was on my honeymoon or getting married, not at the very minute, well, I was on my honeymoon at the very minute that some of the episodes posted. So how did I do that? And what was the workflow that made it easy for me to be able to do that before my honeymoon so I didn't have to do too much stuff 
on my honeymoon. Did have to do some. But I do want to share, I've mentioned that I was talking about the pod of podcasting in episode 15, last episode. I talked about what it's like to podcast without passion, organization, and dialogue. And in there, I went on a little rant to talk about certain things and verbal crutches that people have that really annoy me. And it gives the impression of speaking without organization. Now, Brian wrote in to say, to share some feedback. And it's a little bit of some constructive, critical feedback. But I want to share it with you because he makes a very good point, something that I, as a arrogant American, he doesn't have that accent anyway, or called me that. But I, as an American, just didn't think about something here. So listen to this voicemail from Brian. Hello there, Daniel. My name is Brian Wenge. I'm from the Small Bees Kaizen podcast. I've just started out in podcasting and I really must say I find your audacity to podcast Uh, episodes really really inspirational and uh, fantastic work you're doing there so i've been following your um, episodes all the way from i think i started on episode four right up to episode five however in episode five where you talk about the pod of podcasting i fully agree with all your sentiments right there except for one point which i i just didn't uh, really you know align with this one and uh, i just you know it was just burning inside me and i just had to send you this comment so there's a point you make reference to uh, a lack of organization being uh, demonstrated by using things such as cliches or a couple of ums in your speech now for me i think the assumption you're making is english is a first language for everybody or certainly you know in my case it's not the case although i do love podcasting and i do want to come across i think you know we're in a global village where you know my podcasts go out to indians to chinese to taiwanese to filipinos it doesn't matter the nationality so if you're struggling with your english a little bit and you're using cliches i don't think it's an issue i think what's key is for your message to come across so for me it's better to use cliches and your message to be understood than to speak perfect american english and nobody understands what you're talking about so i hope you take this point in the way it's intended as as uh, you know just a, a a point I want to raise, but apart from that, I 100% agree with everything else you you you, you delivered, and uh, keep keep up with uh, with the good work. You're really doing an inspirational job. So, um, hope you air this, <laughs> and uh, look forward to more episodes. Good luck. Cheers. Bye. Thank you very much, Brian, for sharing that voicemail with us. And check out his site, Small Biz Kaizen. That's Kaizen is spelled K. A-I-Z-E-N, smallbizkaizen.com, or you can check that in the show notes and it will be linked there. Brian brings up a very good point, And like he said, I completely wasn't thinking about people for whom English is a second language. Now, Brian, for you said that English is your second language. You sound great. I'm specifically, when I when I rant against some of the verbal crutches that people use. I'm specifically talking about Americans who really should be able to catch some of these things and I would hope overcome them. I'm not saying you have to be perfect 
And in the subject of his email, he, in fact, said, you don't need to be perfect in English to show you're organized. And that's very true. You don't have to be perfect. You know that I'm not perfect, and I'll be the first to tell you I'm not perfect. I have pauses sometimes. I do occasionally say, um, or I start sentences with the word and unnecessarily. That is one that drives me nuts. Whenever I do it, it's like someone's slapping me in the face, and somehow I keep doing it again. I know some of these things can be difficult to overcome. And I'm, I wasn't referring to people who have English as a second language, but people who use English as a first language. But please don't feel like you have to be perfect. It's when these cliches, and sometimes, yes, cliches may be the best way to explain things. Sometimes not, though, because if you are speaking to an international audience, they may not understand your cliches. There are certain American cliches that I don't even understand, or why do we say certain things? And I make fun of many of those over in my comedy podcast, The Ramen Noodle. Like, for example, I've talked about the phrase, a shot in the arm. And why is that a good thing? Why in American English does a shot in the arm mean a good thing? Well, some people in other countries might think a shot in the arm means something bad. So that's a cliche that can easily be misunderstood. But do try to listen to yourself and don't try and be perfect perfect and nitpick or edit out every single pause or slight little stutter or something, but do try to practice more and just remove the things that are distractions. That's the main point is remove those distractions and you'll sound a lot more organized. If you say um or uh every few words, it's extremely distracting. If you say you know every few words, it's extremely distracting. Or sometimes if you say obviously or any other particular thing you may use, it can be distracting or some people might be thinking, no, it's not so obvious or no, it's not in that list. You don't have to be perfect. And to get a little bit better at speaking and writing too, I highly recommend you listen to the Grammar Girl podcast over at quickanddirtytips.com or you can just search for Grammar Girl. She has a fantastic podcast talking about grammar and there are things that I've learned recently that I didn't realize I was doing wrong, but I, I like grammar. I like learning about things and also I can tend to nitpick about some things often, as you can tell. But yeah, you don't have to be perfect. One more voicemail here to share with you. After getting a nice bit of constructive criticism there, here's a slight praise. And I'm not playing this just to praise myself, but because this is a resource that worked for someone else and it might work for you too. Hey, Daniel, this is Scott, and I've been listening to the Audacity podcast since the first episode, and I look forward to a new one each week. But I was calling in to thank you for your advice on my issue that I was having with my background noise from recording, and I did buy one of the products from Amazon that you linked me to. Uh, I spent about $10 and got the converter in the mail, and now it works perfectly. So as you can hear, there's no background noise in my recordings, and now I'm much happier with how my podcasts turn out. So thank you very much for your help, and keep up the good work. Thank you very much for that email, Scott. Scott has a podcast, but I've been looking to try and find where it is. 
and what his podcast is so I could give him the credit for that. But I can't seem to find that. So, Scott, uh, if he if you have a podcast, please let me know as soon as possible. And I will try to link to that in the show notes and give you that credit there. Or maybe he's working on his podcast. The problem Scott encountered, as you remember, in episode 12, I believe, I talked about how to remove noise in Audacity, but also gave tips on removing noise before you record. One of the ways people get noise is line noise, digital noise. It's kind of a sound, not just a hissing, but it's a weird, slightly high pitch sound, like little aliens inside your equipment. That's often because of the way that you connect to your computer if you connect directly to your computer. So I sent Scott just a link to Amazon.com and a whole bunch of USB stereo audio adapters. He bought one that he said was about $10. That's shipping. I'm looking at it right now. It's $7, about $7 on Amazon and a few dollars for shipping there. $10 for a device solved his problem. He had no electrical noise in his recording because it was converted to a digital signal before it got into his computer. I have a link to the specific device that he found that worked for him. And I believe he's using Windows, but it should work on a Macintosh as well. So you can check that out if you're having similar problems. Check it out and see if it will solve some of those problems for you. Now I want to get into, oh, by the way, if you have tips to share or questions you want to ask or feedback, constructive criticism or ideas you want to share or problems that you're running into, please feel free to share those with me and we can work them into the show at some point. The email address is feedback at noodle.mx. You can send audio files to that as well. Feedback at noodle.mx or call 859-353-4332. The comments, the show notes for this episode, so you can comment on them, will be at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 16. Now let me get into my main feature. You've noticed if you look at the Noodle Mix network over the last month, you've seen that there are several posts that happened over the last month. There was an Audacity to Podcast or an The Audacity to Podcast almost every week except last week. There was a The Ramen Noodle every week except last week. And I was gone. So how did I do that? There are a couple tips or several tips I can give you for that and some specific things that I'll explain to you how you can try to do that. First, you got to be organized. It comes back so much to being organized. If you know that you're going to be gone for a long period of time, it would be good to perhaps pre-record some episodes. Now, if you're going to pre-record, that means you need to know what you're going to say ahead of time and prepare for some longer recording sessions. For the ramen noodle, I wanted to pre-record a bunch of episodes, as many as I could for that. And I just, though, recorded live episode 50 on the same night that I'm recording the Audacity podcast. We pre-recorded four episodes for the ramen noodle in two separate nights, in addition to our regularly scheduled episodes. So within the span of eight days, just one week apart, on one night we were recording for three 
hours of comedy. A week later, we recorded for three hours of comedy. The way that we were able to do that is by, first of all, planning ahead, knowing what the episode numbers would be, knowing when those episodes would post. Because if you listen to those episodes, you'll hear me joke about, yeah, I just got married last weekend, or I'm on my honeymoon right now, or I just got back from my honeymoon right now, because I knew exactly when those episodes would post, what week they would post. So I could easily say that jokingly, and I made it obvious that I was joking about it because I wasn't actually recording on my honeymoon. So have that planned out, and you can do this just simply with a doc, a document like Google Docs or a Word document or a notepad or a draft in WordPress or whatever your publishing platform is. Just make a list of this date will be this episode number, this date will be this episode number, this date will be this episode number. What also really helped us in recording the content of those episodes is not relying on ourselves to produce the content for those episodes. I don't think we could have provided six hours of comic content within a week of each other like that. So what we did is I sent an email to several other people whom I know and respect, and I know they're great podcasters, Wayne Henderson over at MediaVoiceOvers.com. I also talked to Eric Fisher from Wellness Break Radio. That's over at WBR Show. He also used to be a comedy podcaster with WBR Show. I also had Chuck, just a listener of my podcast, but a friend of mine with some funny food stories. And I had Michael Prince from TMI Podcast over at TMIPodcast.com. These were guests. And what's great about having guests on your show is that you don't have to provide all of the content. You can have your guests provide the content. Now, again, this goes back to organization. If you're not organized, you won't have any idea what kind of stuff you want your guests to provide. In my case, I told my guests, well, I'll have just been married by the time this posts, or this is what someone else is will have done just the week before, or here's a theme that we could maybe go with, or they shared with me certain stories that they wanted to share and we kind of themed things in that certain way. Especially if you have an interview, like you've heard probably the two-part interview that I had with Frank, uh, with Fred Castaneda from Struggling Entrepreneur. He, Entrepreneur. He had interviewed me and I wanted to interview him back because he's got a whole bunch of podcasts and you've seen that. So I wrote out a list of all of the questions I wanted to ask him, shared that list with him so he had a good idea of things. And I followed an outline of my POD, Passion, Organization, and Dialogue. And by asking those questions, we had a great conversation, went over time, and that's why I had to split it into two parts, which I didn't originally plan to do. But still, I did plan to have all of those questions and that great conversation. I just didn't realize how passionate he was going to be and how much great conversation we would have. When things go not according to plan, it's still okay. But it is important to be at least somewhat organized, especially if you're pre-recording. Sometimes you may find that you will hit a podcasting stride and you should pre-record your episodes all in the same night. That depends on what kind of content you have. If you're doing comedy, 
and you pre-record all your episodes in the exact same way, it might be kind of hard because people will start to notice you aren't as funny as the episodes go on. Now, we were able to work around that because I had guests who were providing the main content. If you, though, are just going about your day and you've been working on an outline and you're ready to record it, don't worry about recording it live if you normally record it live. If you're going to pre-record it, well, it's not going to be live anyway when it posts. So pre-record it when you've got the content ready and when you're in that zone where you can pre-record it and you're organized enough that you can start pre-recording it. As far as recording it goes, definitely as soon as you record your episodes, name them or else you're going to end up with either a media device or your computer and you'll have all these recordings and not know which one is which. Also, try to write your show notes as soon as you can after the episode is recorded because that's when everything is fresh. And if it's fresh, then that prevents you from having to re-listen to the episode in order to write the show notes. Maybe you want to write extremely thorough show notes, so you do re-listen to the episode. Show notes. Perfect segue there. You should have your show notes ahead of time. Either they're part of your outline for when you record your episode, or you write your show notes after you've recorded your episode, depending on the content that came up in your episode. It all depends on what style of podcasting you do and how free flow it is or how rigid it is in its format. When you have your episodes written, episode show notes written, and you've got your podcast recorded, what I would suggest to you, especially when pre-recording your episodes, is be as simple as possible in your workflow. If you've gotten to the point where you're okay with just recording an episode and posting that immediately online, then you're at a pretty good point where pre-recording will be pretty easy for you because you can record your episode, write your show notes, save it, and set schedule it to post later, which I'll tell you a bit how to do that later. If you're not quite to that point, consider allowing just a little bit more. Now, I'm not talking about letting it sound terrible, but also, again, you don't have to be perfect. So don't try and make yourself perfect. I also suggest to you that if you're going to be gone for a while, it's not necessarily a bad thing if you don't release episodes. Maybe you have contractual obligations though, like I did. I had the sponsorship for a little while and I wanted to make sure that I fulfilled that obligation and was releasing the number of episodes I committed to. Also, I wanted people to stay subscribed and I wanted my site to continue to update. But if you're going to be gone for one week, then it's up to you and your audience. Consider many people subscribe to a lot of podcasts. I'm subscribed to a ton of podcasts. If my if one of the podcasts I listen to doesn't post in a week, sometimes I don't mind so much because it gets me a chance to catch up on other shows or it gives me a chance to just listen to music instead of listening to podcasts or it gives me a slight break. Consider this. When you post 
lots of episodes. And people who subscribe to your show through iTunes are not listening to those episodes. iTunes will pause their subscription until they start listening again. iTunes does not unsubscribe them. Some people say iTunes unsubscribes people if they don't listen. That is incorrect language. iTunes does not unsubscribe anyone. It pauses their subscription. To you, it'll look like you lost a subscriber because they're no longer pinning your site, no longer checking your site through iTunes to see if you have new episodes to download. But iTunes will pause the subscription until they listen to one of your episodes or if they click the little exclamation point next to your episode in iTunes and say, yes, continue downloading. So if you release too much content, especially like over the holidays, how many people are going to be listening to podcasts over the holidays? It's probably okay to take a couple weeks off because if you've got all of these episodes coming out during the holidays when no one is listening to the episodes, then a lot of people's iTunes libraries are going to pause. They're going to get backed up with all of this content. It's going to take them a little while to catch up. Consider just taking a break. When you're recording in Audacity, especially, make sure you save your project files with the names to help you know what they are. Edit them as soon as possible. Procrastination is exponential. I like the sound of that. Procrastination is exponential. And that is, the more you put it off, the more you're going to put it off. Do it as soon as you can. Edit your show. Even if possible, edit it immediately after you record it. Write your show notes immediately after you record it. That way you don't have to worry about it later. Now let me tell you about when you post things into your WordPress, what you can do so that you can schedule things ahead of time instead of having to click post when you want your episode to post. It's really simple. And that is when you're writing your post in WordPress, and this is WordPress is a software platform running on websites that is the most popular for blogs and podcasts. It's the easiest. It's what I recommend. It's what I would set you up with if you ask me to set up a site for you for podcasting and design it for you. I design WordPress templates, blah, 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 all of that. You can check it out. I've talked about that before. When you create your post in WordPress and you write your show notes, you add your tags, your title, all of that, you attach your file, everything like that, just as you normally would. Here's what I suggest. Instead of clicking post or leaving it as draft status until you're ready to post your episode, When you look at WordPress, on the right side, there will be a little box that says publish, and that contains the blue button that you would normally click to publish your audio. Inside that little box is a spot where it says publish immediately. The word immediately is in bold letters. Next to that, the word edit. Click the word edit, and it will let you set a date. If you set any date in there, and then click the OK button, the blue Publish button has changed to a blue Schedule button. So when you're ready, click Schedule. Now, this is important. You must click Schedule. Even if you've set a post date and you just click Save Draft, 
it's not going to post. So you have to click that blue schedule button in order for it to actually schedule the episode to post. And then you're done. You don't have to worry about it. It will post automatically. In fact, if you use Hootsuite or TweetDeck, you could even schedule some tweets so that it could go out at certain times and let people know that your podcast is posted or maybe you've got some things that auto post from your website over to Twitter so that people can see when your podcast comes out. Try to keep things as simple as possible. Maybe even consider making your notes a little more simple so that you're not having to be so complex and edit so much stuff to release an episode while you're gone. The simpler it is, the easier it will be to post it. Now let me give you a little audacity tip. Sometimes when you are recording an episode, you may come to that point where you realize that, oh, I need to go find something or we're about to have a very awkward silence while I try to remember what I was about to say or I forgot to pull up that program or whatever it might be. Maybe you suddenly need a restroom break or need to take a drink of water. Some of that stuff, some of the interruptions, I'd say are okay to leave in the episode because it helps gives your podcast that personal feel so that people can laugh with you when the cat jumps around and knocks something over. Sometimes, though, it might just kill the mood of the podcast or it might just be very awkward to have this long, awkward silence or to hear your kids run in and scream or whatever. It's up to you, but try to keep it organized sounding, but yet still personal, and it doesn't have to be perfect. If you're recording directly into Audacity, then there's a powerful little thing that not many people actually take advantage of, and that is a little pause button. And if you have an external audio recorder, hopefully it has a pause button too, but if you're recording directly into Audacity, just click the pause button, and your recording will be paused until you click the button again to unpause. Now, this may seem like a super simple tip, and you might not even think it's all that important, but here's where this is really handy. If you know that you're going to have a long moment of silence, and you don't want that into the recording, while you're recording into Audacity, if that's what you do, I don't necessarily recommend it, but it's okay sometimes. If you're recording into Audacity and you need to find something, pull up a website real quick or cue up a sound clip or take a drink of water, just hit that pause button. Your recording will pause, do whatever it is that you need to do, and then hit the pause button again and resume recording. You do not have to say, let me pause this while I take a drink of water. You can just pause take a drink of water, and continue on. And the people listening will have no idea, if you speak it well enough, will have no idea that you have paused your recording. What it helps you with greatly is your editing time afterward because you no longer have to go through and try and find that spot of where was it that I had to just go quiet for a couple minutes while I looked up that website that I was trying to remember. You just You pause, you look up your website, and then you unpause, and you keep recording. No editing to do whatsoever. That helps simplify things 
a ton. Don't underestimate the pause button. All right, well, that's about all that I have for this episode. Again, if you want to share some feedback with me, you can send that to feedback at noodle.mx. Please be sure to follow me on twitter.com slash the ramen noodle. You can also call in your feedback to the audacity. No, that's the name. Call it into 859-353-4332. The show notes for this and links to other episodes and other podcasts and such will be at the audacity to podcast.com slash 16 the audacity to podcast.com slash 16 please be sure to check out my other podcasts over on the noodle mix network i've got a comedy podcast called the ramen noodle a christian critical thinking podcast called are you just watching and of course this podcast is hosted on noodle.mx check it out because we're doing a lot of cool stuff the ramen noodle has launched into season three and i need some help to do a theme song and i'll have some more details about that in the future again feedback at noodle.mx call 859-353-4332 or visit the site for the show notes the audacity podcast.com slash 16 now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. Until next time, this is Daniel Lewis, The Ramen Noodle. Thank you for listening.